I'm Chanel Jones, and this is what I wore when I started my first day as a news anchor on the Today Show. Welcome to What I Wore When, a production of Glamour and iHeartRadio. I'm your host, Perry Samerton. Each week, I'm sitting down with a woman I find fascinating to talk about what she wore during a pivotal moment in her life. We're using the power of style to tell the stories you haven't heard. Growing up, my family always had the Today Show on as we got ready in the morning. And so as an adult, I've remained loyal. One of the program's bright spots for me are its number of women broadcasters, including journalist Chanel Jones, who's the co-host of The Third Hour of Today, which airs on weekdays at 9, and the co-anchor of Weekend Today, which requires her to be on set at 4.30 a.m. When she came in for our interview, Chanel was in the process of booking parent-teacher conferences straight from her phone, and she talked openly about having two-year-old twins and a five-year-old when she moved to New York City for her dream job at Today five years ago. Even though I was the one asking the questions, I felt so, so comfortable talking to Chanel. She was cool and real, and we bonded over our love of shopping at men's stores in the 90s. She explained how newsgirls, her words, choose their outfits, and why the Today Show trusts its talent to dress themselves. She shared a really special part of her morning routine with me that involves her young daughter, and casually said, I should come on the Today Show for a fashion segment. Chanel, you have my number. Here's our conversation. So I'm going to start by asking you what I ask everyone, which is, what are you wearing right now? Oh, my goodness. So what am I wearing? I'm wearing a Rebecca Taylor navy blue blazer because I was like, it's a blazer kind of day. It's a little chilly outside. But then I'm like, what do I wear with the navy blue blazer? Right? I don't have any beige pants. I don't have any pants. So I put a denim romper underneath it. So it's kind of crazy, but I do things like that. And it's like a reflection of me. And it's like... I'm probably too nuanced, but when you wear a blazer and you're really petite, if you put a turtleneck on under a blazer, you just, everything is like small. Um, so, I know. So if you do a little V-neck with the blazer, it kind of opens up Elongates. the chest a little bit. Yeah, so I have a V-neck denim romper with the navy blue so blazer cool. on top of it. That is what I'm wearing. And then an arm party because that's what you should do. You should always have an arm party. Did you wear that on the show today? I wore it on the show today. So today we had Sesame Street characters. I saw. So yeah, so I was like, okay, well, I don't want to be in like... You know, you want something kind of in between. You still want something kind of fun. So. And because the name of the podcast is What I Wore When, you were going to talk about what you wore when you were on the Today Show for the first time. Yes. Imagine if you're a little girl like me and you have dreamed of being a news anchor since you were in fifth grade. So then fast forward a couple of decades and it's your first day at the Today Show. I mean, the fifth grade girl inside of me is like, what do you put on? Like, what do you wear, right? Do you put on the blazer with the helmet hair and hoop earrings? Do you try to like wear something a little more fashion forward? What do you wear? What did you wear? For weeks, I was like, ah! So I called all my fashionable girlfriends. Like, I feel like I dress okay, but I have some girlfriends who, like you, like right now, they can't see you, but you're very fashion forward. It's like you're lane, right? So if you were my girlfriend and now you are, yes. then I call you and I'm like, okay. You know my personality. It's the first day of today's show. What do I wear? All my friends said, wear color. 
check. Something floral, but not too crazy. Um, pretty colors, fall colors. It was in October. So I wore this Cynthia Riley, like um, a rally, I should say. Kind of like a stretch um, dress. Sheath dresses were in. Not that they aren't anymore, but I didn't want to just do the plain old sheath dress. Mm-hmm. But it still had the kind of a sheath cut, but a little bit more fitting. Um, and I'd been off for several months, so I was able to exercise. So I was like my best self in that moment. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to wear something that's like, you know, it's okay. Like, I don't have to hide behind a muumuu today. Like, I'm okay. Where did you get the dress? Do you remember? Um, Nordstrom, I think. And another thing is people think, you know, that we have, like, designers, like, calling us and dropping off 80 dresses. And it's like, no, no, we're at Nordstrom's and Bloomingdale's and just like everybody else. So how did you feel that day putting on that dress? Like, waking up in the morning and putting on that dress knowing, knowing... Obviously that you're going to pro- what I assume is your dream job. Oh, yeah. But also just like zipping off the dress. Like, you what? know, that's a very good question because the night before I tried it on then I took it off and I tried it on again. I took pictures at every angle. Does my butt look too big? Is it too tight? I have to wear Spanx, but do you see my Spanx? Maybe it's too tight if I'm asking if you can see my Spanx. Like I went through the whole thing, sent pictures to my girlfriends and they were like, yes, no, it's beautiful. Wear it. Don't put on black pants. Come on, Chanel, wear a dress. You got this. So you did second guess. Oh, a little. no question. You would, right? Your first day on national television. Did you have a backup? I did. And it was, I'm trying to think of the designer. It was the same sheath peplum. I feel like peplum was even bigger then. It was like a... What year was this? Uh, 2014. Oh, yeah. Peplum. So, peplum, oh, right? Yeah. It was mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. But I was like, no, but everybody's doing that. So I want to do something else. Yeah. So I did the, I'm glad I went with the dress that I did. It was bright. Back then, the Today Show set was orange. So it kind of matched the set. It looked, it was young and fun. It was just, it was perfect. And how did you, in your head, how did you want to look? You know what's crazy is that when I closed my eyes to think about how I would look and I opened my eyes to what I had on, I looked better than I imagined I could look. Because what happens is, was my introduction to the network is there's a team of people to help you be your best self. So they have a hair team. They have a makeup team. There's a wardrobe team. So they are coming with the lint rollers. The hair team is blowing out your hair. The makeup team looks at you and they know how to contour in ways that you don't. And so at the end of the day, when you step out of the like factory line, you look at yourself and you're like, okay, hi me, let's do it. And then all of that takes a back seat and you have to do what you know to do. If you watch footage from that day, are you like... It was out of body. I look great. It was out of body. I remember they, because I was in Philly for 10 years, so they brought me cheesesteaks. And then I'm from Kansas, so they brought me like Kansas City barbecue. Oh my God. It was like, I felt like Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz. Like I was like in Oz and they were just, we welcome you to... Like I felt like it was overwhelming. It was overwhelming. nice to hear that the support was there because I also feel like I've interviewed so many women about their first days at big jobs and they're just like, hmm. It was fine. Oh, no. It was, I mean, I remember I got a, um, a text from Carson Daly. He might have been my first text. And he was like, somebody else with a party of five. Because he also, you know, at the time, well, he was one of the way. We had three kids at the time. And, you know, you didn't meet, you don't meet a lot of people. Now I feel like it's a little different. Even within the last four or five years, more people are having children, yep. you know, and younger ones. But when I got to the network, there weren't a lot of people with young kids. So I was, how's that going to work? The juggling. Carson was like, if you need anything, um, Willie Geist sent me his wife's number. And he was like, you're in New York City. I'm just going to say school is going to be a challenge. <laughs> he was like, oh my God. you know, if you, whether you want to go to public school, whether you want to go through the interviews. He was like, 
And I was like, what do you mean interview? I don't even understand. He was like, exactly. That's a thing. <laughs> he was like, That's a thing. you have no idea. You know, so it was just everybody. It was so cool. That's it really so was nice to awesome. hear. Yeah. And it seems like it probably still is that way, Everybody's, no matter how yeah. far you get there at the support. It's, I think it's visible. I mean, I watch the show and I think that everybody seems to genuinely respect each other. Yeah, and I think that's what it comes down to. Like we've all, you get there different ways, right? Like Will used to be a producer and Hoda's kind of like me. Like you, you start in a small market and you climb the, climb the ladder. Savannah, same thing. And then she was at Court TV. Like everybody has a different path. But once you're there, you've, you've kind of earned your spot there, right? So it's just a matter of, getting in where you fit in and trying to kind of find your voice in the midst of it, which is a challenge, um, and then trying to thrive in that, in that lane. Did you move to New York for, for that job? Yeah, I moved to New York City with two triple strollers and two double strollers. My twins, my twins were two at the time, and my oldest was five. And I remember trying to get an Uber, and he pulled up, and I had three car seats. And he was like, no, no. And I'm like, but wait, hold on, I can do it really fast. He was like, no. He was like, I am not dealing. And then I tried to get a cab. And I'm like, hold on. They looked at me with three car seats. And they were like, no. And I'm like, I can't get a cab, an Uber. I'm not getting on a train with two double strollers. Like, how do people do this? So you said that you were able to, for your first day, pick the dress. Mm -hmm. Are you still able to pick your own clothes every day? Absolutely. And you would think that's fun. And it is sometimes. But, you know, I work six days a week, so it can be a challenge. In fact, the denim romper I'm wearing right now, we did a fashion segment once on how to be fashionable at the grocery store in the playground in New York City. It was like so silly, but it ended up being very helpful because I wear everything they use for the segment. And the girl got like, I think she got the denim romper from like the Gap or something like that. And she was like, put it on with this, wear some cute little Adidas and you're fine. Um, and so I still wear it. I just put a blazer over it and wore it to work. But every day, it, sometimes it can be a challenge to try to find stuff every single day. Do you have a stylist on set? No. Really? No. Everybody thinks we have like, yeah, no. I did think that, yes. Yeah, no. Are there Please, th- if I had a stylist, I'd probably have like some cute little layered necklaces on because I love that look. I just don't you know how to pull great. it off. You look first. Th- I mean, that looks like a approachable modern outfit. Oh, thanks. Approachable. That's cool. Yeah, no, no. I mean, if they if we wanted to hire a stylist on our own, we certainly could. Right. Some girls, some women have. I just haven't. I mean, I probably should. It's just one more thing. Where do you where do you like to shop? Oh man. I mean you probably I imagine you shop frequently because shop frequently. Re, um, do you re wear? Oh yeah. But that's the thing. Like so the cinema romper, I may wear it today with a navy blue blazer in a few weeks. I'll do it by itself with like a red lip and a ponytail. Right. Like you know what I mean? Like you just learn to and I also think that's normal. Like I, I remember when people would see former First Lady Michelle Obama and they would be like, or like, um, what's her name? I want to say Princess Kate. It's Kate, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Duchess Kate. Yeah, Duchess Kate. I don't know. My vernacular on the Royals is not Me up neither. to speed. But you know what I do know? That she'll repeat a dress. Yep. That's she what will I know. repeat a dress. And I think if the Royals can do it, so can Chanel. Exactly. <laughs> So where so, do you yeah. like to shop? Um, so I learned the dresses that fit me well. Like I can go to a Millie dress and I know what size. I'm four petite and Millie, done. Eliza J, I know, you know, the same thing with, you know, Cynthia Riley dresses. Some of them have the stretchy material. Stretchy is great. Blazers, too petite. Banana Republic, 6P. Like literally I know where I can go for certain, certain fits. Do you like to shop? Um, I used to like it more than I do now. I mean, I still like it. I like it when I can dre- buy clothes for like something fun. Right. But 
it turned, and I don't want to say it turns into work, but. But it kind of does. But it kind of does. I mean, I can't imagine what it's like being on television in front of a national audience mm-hmm. every day and the relationship that, in a way, you sort of have to have with your yeah. clothes. I mean, what's so interesting to me with today's show is you guys aren't, you know, you don't have coastal audiences only. You're national. Mm-hmm. So you have to appeal. Does that ever, it I mean, you can't be does. too trendy, I imagine. Right. You can't be too trendy. And people will say, like, there are stylists. There was one time where I was like, I'm going to get a stylist. And I, like, interviewed a couple people. And they're showing me all these, like, bold prints are in and this and that. And it's like, well, that will strobe on television. So it right. kind of doesn't really work. Or the belted look. I'm 4'11", so then when I sit, it looks a little frumpy. You know, right. so it's a specific kind of I wardrobe, you know, that people kind of have to understand. I mean, you wouldn't know it by watching, but we know it, you know. Or like, um, it drives my grandmother, she's in Kansas, in Wichita, drives her nuts when we wear sleeveless dresses. Like, it drives her nuts. I feel it, like you all wear sleeveless dresses we do. on the it show. Like, everyone on the Today I'm Show. Like, but I was like, but grandma, there are people watching in, like, Florida. And she's like, but you're in New York, so wear your sleeves. And I was like, but you'd be surprised. I was like, they still sell sleeveless dresses. It'll be a thicker material, but it'll be a thick. I <laughs> thought, okay. I've thought that before. I know, like, I know. Especially Anybody? when I used to watch Kathy Lee and Hoda, and they're always there and they're sleeveless, and then it's snowing behind I them, know. and I'm like, get a cardigan. I know, but you know what it is? When you throw on a cardigan, it does. I, I almost want to put on a cardigan for everybody and go on the air and just like a, show, like a private feed on Facebook or something so you guys can see and you guys will go, oh. Take the cardigan off. Yeah, because <laughs> it just, it doesn't quite, unless it's like really fitted, when you sit down and don't be busty, because then it's a whole nother piece of work. But I do notice that everybody wears sleeveless, they and that's do. interesting. And, yeah. I, and I also have this thing, and I don't know if I can translate this with you guys can't see me, but sometimes TV people will wear things that are maybe even too tight in person, but fitted around the body. So that way when you sit, you have kind of like a silhouette, you have like a torso. And so when you wear things that are kind of, you know, a shrug over a slap or a sleeveless dress, or you try to put things over it, it just doesn't look clean. It doesn't look as crisp. How do you deal with feeling uncomfortable in something on the air? Maybe you made the wrong choice. Maybe you realize like, shoot, my dress, do you fidget? Like you can't, right? I mean, so that's the thing. I say it. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Especially because I do the third hour now. Right. Like, listen. Like, let's be real. Let's be real. Because you know what will happen if I don't? Then I'll sit down and Craig Melvin or Al Roker will be like, she's been fidgeting all morning. What's wrong, Chanel? You don't like your dress? You know what I mean? So sometimes I'll say it before they do. Or there'll be a day where I'm having a bad hair day, so I'll just put my hair in a ponytail. And they'll be like, Chanel has her hair in a ponytail today. And I'll look at the camera and be like, because I had it's a bad hair day. Like, I didn't wash it, and I'm tired, and, you know, and people can relate to that. Of course they you can. You know, there's a time and a place for being able to reveal those kinds of things, but for the third hour today, sure. Yeah, I feel like that authenticity is probably very welcome. Yeah. In a lot of ways. And it, honestly, it's like a burden is lifted off your shoulders because if you're feeling ugh that day and you tell people, people know that not every day is going to be like a 10. Right? Do you have a lot of fans who are like, I love how real you are. <laughs> yeah, I think, because I think we all know that it's not easy. I remember not too long ago, I woke up and I had this like bump on my forehead. So I just cranked on my little phone and on Insta stories. I was like, okay. I've got this bump on my forehead. I swear it wasn't there when I left the house. I'm going to try to see if I can cover it up, and we'll see what happens. I got more of a response from that. And then people watching the show going, I saw your Insta stories, but I don't see it this morning on the show. You know, I mean, it's it's gone. It's so funny. So it's all good. Are there things that aren't encouraged to wear on the show? Is there a dress code? There's no, you know what I think, and I've said this before, I think that by the time you get here, 
you know, you kind of know the cor- the culture of the place, right? And shame on you if you don't, because um, I've been in news for 20 years, right? So you know that like a hot mama dress probably, I don't even know what that means, but mm-hmm. sounds like you would know what that means, probably isn't the best thing. Um, but there are days where you can take risks. You know, I wore my hair natural last week for a few days. I saw that. I've never done that before. But I thought, you know what? Why not? So, and I feel like times are changing a little bit. Like it used to be when women wore suits or pantsuits, I felt like, not that we were trying to look like men, but you're trying to fit the culture, right? But now we're like, no, you can express your femininity a little bit and it's okay. And my brain is still the same. Nothing has changed. I still went to Northwestern. I still have three kids at home. Like I am me. And so I think even the audience is a little bit more willing to see a real woman and not necessarily this shell of a person. But you still wouldn't show up, even if it's polished, you still wouldn't show up in like blue jeans with a blazer. Oh, no, I def- I've done blue jeans and a blazer. You sure. can. Do you remember? Okay, I'm probably dating myself, but there used to be. Do you remember like Whitney Houston? I want to dance with somebody. I think that was a video. And she had this like tight purple dress on, mm-hmm. big hair. Of course. I couldn't wear that. No. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Okay, so that's that's so the that's the bar. That's the bar. I can't do Whitney in the I want to dance with somebody video. I dance with somebody video. Maybe, no, I was about to say with the blazer, but no. No. You just know better. You know better. There's nobody to say, don't wear that, because they know that you know better. I'm always interested in hearing from women who are in industries where, you know, I'm doing air quotes, but getting taken seriously is something of the utmost importance. You're delivering news. Mm -hmm. It's, I mean, in some ways, I don't want to say a male-dominated industry, but do you think about the clothes that you put on in that respect? Do you ever want to look great, but not too great? You know what? I'm 4'11", and I'm a spunky, perky person. And so when you're sunshiny most of the time, people automatically will think there's no depth there. So I used to fight that a lot. I'm finally to the place now where it's like, you know what? I have earned who I am. I would rather be this person than doom and gloom all the time. Now, if I am covering a funeral or if I'm going to something where we're talking about a war or there's breaking news, will I put on a yellow flower floral dress? No, I'll put on navy blue or I'll put on black, but it's more out of respect for what I'm talking about and less out of me being taken seriously. I think at this point, you know you know, we're all human. We all have dimensions. There are some moments where we're laughing our heads off and there are other moments where it's time, you know, there's no levity. Like it's time to have a serious conversation. And I feel like I've earned the right to be able to do both. And so I think if I happen to have on, you know, this blazer and and a ponytail or like a hair, my hair pulled back and a bun and breaking news happens, you've watched me for five years or 20 years, you know that I can tell you what's going on. So I think you get to a point in your career where it's about the person who's delivering the news and the relationship you have with that person and less about what they're wearing for that day. Now, I've had a reputation of wearing crazy outfits every day and hot pink hair, and then I tried to sit down and have a discussion about War and Peace. Maybe it would be a little different, but I think the beauty of the Today Show is there is a range, and they allow us to have that range. One moment, I'm talking about how my daughter pulled out her first tooth in the front, and the next moment, I'm talking about I cannot believe what's happening with Turkey. You know what I mean? Like Because that's what we do at the dinner table. That's what we do when we're talking to our friends. One moment, we're talking about this girl with an eating disorder, and the next Next moment, we're talking about, you know, oh my gosh, what did you get on sale at Nordstrom? You know what I mean? I feel like that's the goal of a morning show is to kind of give you the full range of what we're all dealing with. You grew up in Kansas. I did. 
How did you dress when you were young, when you were a teenager? What were you into? Oh, man, we used to tight roll our jeans. Okay. So I was, let's see, I graduated from high school in 1996. We used to wear Eastlands. Did they wear those here in New York? Mm. Brown Eastlands. Shoes. And you know, yeah. Yeah. You know what's crazy is that uh, quite often, for like two years in a row, we dressed like boys. Like not on purpose, but like there was a, sh- a store in the mall called Structure. Oh, I used to shop at Structure. Do you remember Structure? Of course, yeah. Wasn't that a men's store? It was, but everybody, I think that was that late 90s, it was that look. It was that boxy. oversized, boxy, yes. masculine, slightly influenced by hip hop, at least or at least yes. in where I grew up. So Structure, um, Cross Colors, mm-hmm. Jabot Jeans. Yeah, you're nodding you your head. You are bringing me back. I used to wear all that. Yeah, and it was like a thing when you had Jabot jeans. It was like the little strip. Yep, you had the strip and the zipper. Yeah. And it was a little white label. Yeah. So that was like That was my a status high school. symbol. Yeah, they called it Hollywood Heights. I went to Heights High School. And, I, you know, there were many days where it was a fashion show. And it worked out for me. I was a cheerleader. And so three days a week on game days, we wore our uniforms. So I only had to worry about clothes a couple days a week. But it was, it was a thing. Those boxy... Square clothes. They were a thing. Yeah. I have Gosh. pictures. Oh, I have pictures. Do I have pictures of Is it myself? Like the boots. Did you wear the, um, like the, um, J-Lo wore them with heels. And the Jenny Timberland the boots. But the Timberland boots. We just had, they mm-hmm. didn't have heels on no, them. No, I didn't wear the heel ones. Right? I wore like the, the Timberlands. The boots. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Baggy jeans. I would take Even my dad's vests. like blazers, yes. not blazers, um, vests. Vests. With the pockets? Big pockets. I put a flannel underneath. So, me too. That's so funny. You know, now I look back at it, I look at pictures and I'm like, why was I dressed like a boy? But it wasn't about being like a boy. It was just like you said. It, it was, was just the it thing. It was just the thing. But then I feel like a year or two later for me, I graduated high school, 98, 99. Mm-hmm. And... Right as I was graduating, that shifted a little into very feminine. So yes. I remember wearing little like rompers yep. and little baby backpacks and yep. knee socks. And I went from looking like a boy all the time to looking hyper feminine Me because too. that's what the trends dictated. Do so you weird. remember? Um, so then when I was in college, everybody was doing the scarves around the neck. Yep. So we did that with like, you know, skirt and like booties. Like, but you're right. We went from that to like, I am feminine, hear me roar. Yeah. The blink <laughs> of an eye. Yeah. So true. So when you first started getting successful in your career and started making some money that, you know, you considered like real, real mm-hmm. money, was there anything that you bought yourself, like a big, like, effort purchase? Like, I'm going to go buy this bag or Can I'm going to... Can I tell you something? Yes. I'm getting ready to do that. What? It's been... I've been here for five years at today's show. So you're cautious. You never... Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you, you never... It's funny you said when you feel like you've made it or successful. You didn't sign you the never, offer letter and ruins the Gucci. You never feel like you've... You're there. It's so crazy. Like, you're grateful for it, but you never feel like... And I have to sometimes tell myself, like, Chanel, like, you can't, you know... You can't keep chasing everything. Like, you should stand in it and say, you know what, you know? Let me live in it for a little live bit. Live in it for a little see. bit. And it's like, my name is Chanel. I've never had a Chanel bag. <laughs> like, that's just criminal. I was like, is it tacky if I ask if you well, want a Chanel Well, and the only bag. reason why I have it up until now is because I thought it was janky. I'm like, you're stupid. Like, really? Like, LOL, you're yeah, carrying a Chanel it's bag. It's my namesake. It's just stupid. <laughs> but then now I feel like I should still have one. Like, come on. Yeah. And then I remember, it's funny, my now husband, he always says, well, if I knew your name was spelled like Chanel, we probably wouldn't have dated. I'm like, oh, come on. But it's with an SH. My mom is Sheila. My dad is Darnell. So there's no connection to Chanel. <laughs> um, but, and I don't have like, 
especially here in New York, everybody has like their go-to expensive, like nice handbag. I still don't have one. I have friends that work at Saks. I have friends who are like, they're like, Chanel, you need a nice bag. What do you want? I don't know. So everybody sends me links to things. Oh, my God. But now I'm overwhelmed. But I need something that will still be functional for like, I need to run to the store. Do you but like, I want, like, a, like a top handle, a crossbody? Like, what's the vibe? I think I want to be able to do a crossbody, mm-hmm. right? I like that. Well, maybe you can help me. You're like a fashionista. Oh, I'll help you. Really? Yeah, you'll be getting want, links. <laughs> I'm ready. Like, it's ridiculous. I love bags. I should have a bag. I don't have a nice, that that I purchased on my own. I have friends who are like, here, I don't want this Gucci, you know, like mm-hmm. one of my friends gave me like this Gucci briefcase when I got the, my job at the station. I was like, oh my God, this is so nice. But I mean, I'm just not really walking around with a briefcase. My ID is in my phone. Mm-hmm. I'm so like, you're truly without a bag. I don't have a bag. It's really ridiculous. Do you feel like, I mean, I know, I have talked to so many women across various industries about sort of luxury purchases mm-hmm. and the conflict that you feel because most women, especially for this podcast that we talk to, everyone's really down to earth. Everybody yeah. knows the value of a dollar. Yeah. Like there is no doubt that a designer bag today, it's like stupid money, it's right? Stupid. Like it's stupid. Yeah. I'm never like, wow, it's a bargain. Like yeah, I know. No, it's stupid. And that's why I've never done it. You know, I have three kids here in New York City. It's not cheap, right? So I thought about it. I spend so much money on childcare and, frankly, Ubers. Like, if I yeah. just would stop spending so much money on Ubers, I could buy a bag. So it's like, you know what? I'm gonna, I can spend something on myself. But you're right. Like, we'll take a trip. We'll do family trips. We'll do... But I've never... I would say the biggest splurge is, like, a family vacation. And that's not really for me. Right. Like, there's nothing in my closet that was like, oh, I did this. Until I get this back. I do think that women's priorities financially at least change a little bit when they have kids. Yeah. And living in an expensive city like New York because it's probably not as feasible no matter how much money you have or how much success you have to just say, to justify going in and buying, you know, that $500 pair of shoes or that $3,000 bag or whatever it is. Because right. you're like, I have kids. I like, can do that. They right. need stuff. <laughs> yeah. But I've gone to like brunch, Sunday brunch with my girlfriends every blue moon. And everybody will sit down and everybody's like, oh my gosh, Chanel, seriously, can you buy a handbag? What is the excuse? And I'm like, I don't know. And I sit down. You guys don't see this. I have two cell phones. I literally will sit down at brunch and everybody will put their cute little bags on the table and I'll go. <laughs> here's my, here's here are my two phones. My ID is inside of there too. And my debit card. That's it. Some I don't even have a watch. I don't wear a watch either. You don't either? No, nah, I use my phone. Hey, me too. I have a watch. I just don't wear it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like in some circles it's considered chic, like in Europe, not to use a bag. I know a lot of oh, French really? well, a lot of French fashion editors will never use bags. For like you anything? look well, as far as I know, I mean you look at street style photos of them going to and from the fashion shows and that's like their whole thing. It's like, oh, everything just fits in my back pocket. And I'm really? like, oh. Yes. Wait, maybe I'm just ahead of my time. You could be ahead of your time. <laughs> maybe I'm just but you're like also French a fashion busy forward. I know. Woman who needs a bag to throw her shit into. Like I don't even have Yeah. I want to be able to but this bag that you're gonna send me the link. I want to be able to go, like I said, from the grocery store to like, out at night. Out at night. I maybe where I think I'm going. But yeah. Okay. I'm gonna do, do some research. Exists? Yes, I do think it exists. <laughs> Most people have usually find bags like that. Oh, I mean, yeah. and you do need them to be multifunctional because yeah. otherwise it's a waste. Yeah. 
Do you feel like motherhood has changed your style at all? A hundred percent. How? Um, first of all, it changes your body physically. Not complaining, but it just does. Yep. Um, but in some ways, for the better. I feel like I look at pictures from, let's say, when is a woman like, a lot of women, like, would you say at their best? Let's say your wedding day, mm -hmm. right? So my wedding day, I look at that girl, and I was fit, like, because it was just me. Like, I couldn't do anything else. It worked out, ate what I want, like, whatever. Um, but I feel like now I'm stronger. Like, I think there's more emphasis on, like, lifting weights and staying healthy. And so I feel like I'm a stronger, like, stronger physically. Um, but I do have to work harder at, like, you know, you always hear about mom jeans or, like, mom style. And, like, I'm like, am I that? girl nails, which is why we did that segment the other day on like how to be fashion forward on the playground or going to the grocery store. Like I try to at least, you know, but my kids, it's actually interesting, don't like me to dress up. They don't like wear, me to wear makeup. They don't, I think they think that's TV mom. Right. Aww. So like they definitely don't like the pop of red lip. Like my boys are like, where is my mommy? Like one of them's like, that's the Joker. I'm like, this is not the Joker. <laughs> oh this God. is a pop of red lip. This is in. Like I am not the Joker. I am not. I am your mommy. <laughs> but yeah, they don't like. They want. They'd rather the mom with like the cap on at their game and like jeans and my Adidas, which is like you know my go-to thing. Yeah, and like in a hoodie. I get that. Yeah, but there still has to be able to be a time when you can pull it all together. Of course. Yeah. And if the red lip makes you feel good, I think so. Then. Yeah. Sorry, but kids. But I still am looking for an outfit that one I have the nice handbag and two. All my clothes are news clothes. You'll find a lot of us news girls say that. Like all of our clothes when we go shopping are for things we can wear on the air or a gala. We don't really have like in between clothes. Like what you're wearing right now, it's like my dream. But I feel like you could wear a version of this. I mean, what I'm wearing now, it's a tie-dye turtleneck with so a, cute. a denim dress. But I feel like I've also worn this dress with a black turtleneck and tights and Ooh, loafers. Yeah. And it suddenly looks more conservative. Oh, like, yeah. I think if I was on the Today Show, hint, hint, then I could probably wear that with a black turtleneck. Do you want to do, do fashion? I mean... Do you want to do a segment on, like, how to make Chanel fashionable? Yes. Let's do it. We'll say, hey, we did this podcast and we were talking about it. Done. I want to take one look, like a denim romper, and how I can wear that, like, let's say three ways. I mean, and it's totally possible okay. because I find that, I mean, at least for me, I approach style according to mood, how I wake mm -hmm. up in the morning today, I was wearing black for the last few days. I'm like, I want to wear something bright. But then other days I want to wear all black or all navy. Do you plan your clothes the night before? A little bit in my head. Not yeah, always. I don't lay them out. You know yeah. how like old magazines are like, lay your clothes yeah, out like to save time. Like, no, I don't, I don't do that. Either. But sometimes it depends on what I have like sort of at work the next day, but mm -hmm. in my head. Me too. I'll say, okay, I think I know I want to wear pants. Um, I'm always in a blazer, always. Really? Always. Even with like a wild outfit, a blazer is like my thing. I have one on now, but because I... Because they're so delightful. I just think <laughs> they look so good. They pull everything together. Yeah. They elevate a little bit. I agree. I also, I mean, something interesting that you said, you said you're quite petite mm -hmm. and I am too. And How I've, tall are you? I'm 5'2". I'm 4'11". And I find that also, like what you said, you know, I do have an outgoing personality. And sometimes people, I don't know, the way you dress, it Absolutely. does, it does in, it influences that. Yeah. And so part of me is like, you know, as I move through my career, I'm like, oh, should I be wearing 
theory suits all the time because yeah. I'm short and have like a round face and look young? Yeah. Or should I just express myself the way I want to be? And if they don't like it, they don't like it. So I'm still reconciling with I that. I say for me personally, it's both. There are days where I want to put on a theory suit. But if I wore a theory suit every single day, I would look in the mirror and think that that, that what's the song from Mulan? When does my reflection show exactly. who I am inside? That would not be who I am. Like it would, I would be lying to you. So I feel like there are days where I want to wear a power suit because it feels good. I've got a big interview coming up. I remember I interviewed, who did I interview? Condoleezza Rice a while ago. That is no joke. No joke. Put on your heels, put on a nice, either great dress, great whatever, and rock it, right? And there are other times where you have the Sesame Street characters coming on. And if I came in and like... Sheets. It just. It just. Yeah. Like. It's like. Who are you right now? Who are you? And that's the way real life is. Yeah. I think also being an adult in the world and in the workplace is understanding appropriateness and and doing and like you should know that. Mm -hmm. So right. Like no one has to tell you that. You should just know. I used to watch all these interviews with people I admire, women I admire, the you know the Oprahs of the world, even the women I work with. You know, I remember I sat down with Kathy Lee one time, Gifford and Hoda, and you interview all these women who say when they get to their upper forties you know, low 50s, they're finally unapologetic about who they are, right? We're all works in progress, but you're okay with who you are. And I remember after talking to so many women who I admire, who say they get there in their 50s, why not do it in your low 40s? Why not do it in your upper 30s? Like, you know what? You're, you're continuing to blossom. You still want to get better, but this is who you are. I'm trying to get better, but there's a piece in meeting someone who is pretty confident in who they are. You can go anywhere with that. If I'm all over the place and I'm kind of skitzy and I'm just not comfortable in my own skin, it makes you uncomfortable. How did you dress before you got to the Today Show? Before I got to the Today Show, I wore black pants almost every other day because um, when I was in Philadelphia, I did morning news there. I, was, I felt like I was always pregnant. <laughs> but um, And so I would wear these yoga pants that then became, well, these are great pants. These are comfy. Oh, and now they're maternity pants. Well, now I'm not pregnant, but they're still comfy. Like for some reason, I rationalize black pants all the time. Sometimes I'd wear like tighter black pants with booties, but it was a lot of black pants with like frilly tops and blazers. That was kind of like my go-to outfit. So when I got the job at the Today Show, my friends were like, you should start wearing dresses. And I was like, uh, but then I can't really. And they were like, no, like, and now I'm addicted. I love a great dress. I love Now I can't even, I can't imagine my life any other way. But for a while, especially when you're a reporter, you're always on the live trucks, you're on the scene, you're walking up, knocking on doors. Like, I mean, a reporter, you're out there. So, you know, you're wearing a lot of pants. I want to do a quick speed round with you. Okay. So I'm going to ask you a couple of questions and then just say the first thing that comes into your head, okay? Okay. So what's the last thing that you bought? Doesn't have to be fashion. What's the last thing, let's say you swiped your card on? Um, my kids had soccer yesterday, big soccer game, and the whole team, we all went out to eat Red Rooster, Sunday brunch, swipe. swipe. And then swipe again because I'll take a few more biscuits. <laughs> and then swipe again because those deviled eggs look good. And well, then swipe again. <laughs> Do you want to share the bacon? Okay. You're just swiping up a storm. I'm starving. <laughs> What's the first concert that you went to? MC Hammer, Boys to Men, and Brandy. Where was they were this? All Wichita, Kansas. Wow. Um, MC Hammer was the headliner. Boys to Men, they were like the next line, whatever. And then Brandy was the opener. Did you go with your friends or your parents? This is the first time I went to a concert with friends. 
Yeah, it was pretty awesome when they did the, let's don't wait till the water runs dry. And the water pouring down the back of the stage. Make the biggest mistake of all And that that was when I decided I wanted to be a hammer girl. (laughs) Too legit to quit. That was going to be me. Like biker shorts, little ponytail coming out of a hat. Did you wear those things? No, but in my dreams. You wanted to. I wanted to. (laughs) What would be your last meal on earth? Ooh, um, I love Mexican food. Like a burrito, beans, lettuce, tomato, sour cream with a hot plate Mm, with a fork and things like run all over the place. Mm. So normally I ask people in this speed round how they fall asleep at night, sort of how how they effectively unwind. But for you, I'm curious how you wake up in the morning because you're up so early. What time do you get up? uh, Usually, so on weekends I get up at 3.50. Damn. And then during the week... Usually around, it's not as bad, five. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, five is like... Late, sleeping in. Yeah. I'm, when I was in Philadelphia, I woke up at 3.30. For nine years, I woke up at 3.30 in the morning. How, I mean, this is a whole nother like podcast in yeah. general, but how, how do you do that? How? So I am a stickler about sleep. I try to get eight hours, right? Wait, so when so, do you go in at night? I go to bed at eight. Nine thirty. You're able to do that. You're you able? know why? Because I'm exhausted. Like people are like, "How do you fall asleep?" Because you know, I used to watch these shows where they're like, "Good night, honey," and they like put their little pajamas on and they like, you know, get in the bed, read a little bit, talk, have a conversation, and then roll over and go to sleep. Yeah, no, no. When I fall asleep, like it's because I physically don't have anything left. There's no like, "Good night." Like I probably fell asleep like on the couch somewhere, and my kids are like, "Mommy, get up, go to bed." Um, so then eight hours later, I am able to get up because I've had eight hours of sleep. So what's your alarm system like? Like, um, Beyonce, Beyonce, I was here. Have you heard that song? Of course. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Sometimes I kind of like the song. So then I start listening to it and then that's dangerous because then it doesn't get you up. You just sit there and listen to it. So every once in a while I'll change it. Sometimes gospel music. This is again, wildly off track, but now you got me curious. Okay. So you get up in the morning. And do you just roll into work? I brush my teeth and I'm out. You're out. Well, I say that, but the last few months now that school's back in, I do my daughter's hair in the morning. Okay. And quite often she's still sleeping. She has like this little Afro puff. And so my husband just can't get it right. Like I'll pick her up sometimes from school and I'm like, what happened? So we have this agreement now that even if she's sleeping, I roll her over like this morning. I went and got the gel, a brush. She has like a little big puff on the top of her head. She'll lay her hand in her arms like this, like with her face down and she's still sleeping. Like she doesn't almost even remember it. I'll brush it out. I'll gel it and then I'll tie like a scarf around it and then I'll lay her head back down and she'll go back to sleep. That's amazing. That's really interesting. So I do that in the mornings. I do her hair. Some mornings she's awake. But on the mornings where she's not, we just do it while she's sleeping. And then you get to work and hair and makeup and everything's done I, for they, you there. I'm sure they're sick of me. I, I mean, I leave. No, I mean, it's every second. Like, I give them maybe 22 minutes a piece. 22 minutes for hair, 22 minutes for makeup. Like, that's it. So you get hair and makeup up every day. Yeah. that's It's definitely... A lot. Yeah. I don't take it for granted. So, I mean, it's great. Yeah. Some days you don't, you, you'd you're be not surprised. Mood, I bet. You're not. No, yeah, I could see that. But I there are days sometimes. where you just don't even want to feel, you don't feel like sitting there. Right. I'd rather be home. Right. With the kiddos. So you just, but it's a gift. Because honestly, everybody there is at the top of their game. So like makeup, for example, like she's looking at new fall colors. She's out, you know, she's finding this new skincare, which she doesn't have to do because that's not really part of makeup, but it is. So she'll say, oh, I just got this new serum. Let's try it. 
And I'm like, oh, okay. So I feel like that's one area of my life that I don't have to worry about. And that's my face. Like, I know that sounds crazy, but like she'll, no, she'll give me a serum is. or she'll say, ooh, you look like your skin's really dry on your forehead. I, can I try this? And I'll be like, okay. That's a perk. Yeah. That's, I do that's think the biggest perk. That is a big perk. Because women, I mean, that's something that women not on TV have mm-hmm. to think about. Like I have to pay a lot of attention to what I do to my face. Yeah. and. I have to discover products Correct. on my own. Yeah, and whereas <laughs> you're on a show where they're talking about the best products, so then right. you're like, oh, that's the best product? Okay, well, let me try it. And to be fair, I mean, I work for Glamour, which, I mean... I feel like that sounds like a dream. It's an amazing It's an amazing place to work, but it's also, it's great because our beauty team, they're really authoritative in, yeah. in products, and they get so much, and they try, and they share. Yeah. So that's how I discover. So yeah. I guess it's kind of a perk, but... But for other things, like now I'm exploring the world of injectables. And I'm like, oh, that's that's me on my own. That's like, I have <laughs> like, to do my homework you there. Let me know. I'm like afraid of needles, so I'm good. I'll, I'll, just I'll be, take all the needles. Really? Oh, oh, if you had I mean, a needle right now, and be like, do you, you want serious? something in your forehead? You're, you're, like, you're like so young. No? You're like, that's why. No, I'm just <laughs> that is, why do you think I look Yeah, no way? judgment at all. I, I'm just going to be saggy pataggy because I'm afraid of needles, so. I mean, I get it. There's no right answer. Yeah, there's that's the thing. There's just no right answer. And I I feel like we're starting to finally get it. Like yeah. I mean, I feel like there's a wing of people who they they're just judge all day long. But then there are people like I meet a girl like you, you meet somebody like me. And it's like there's no ju- let's just rock it. Truly let's no be judgment. Our best selves. I also see women who look or are older and look so amazing that their whole vibe, I would be like if you ever got an injectable, I think it would be It would it would ruin I your agree. look. Like I agree. Like so, I don't think it's for everyone. Yeah, but. no, I agree. I see some women. I'm like Felicia Rashad. Like she just keeps getting, you know. And I'm like, okay, You're like don't change it. Yeah. Or you know what? Frankly, my mom. My mom is beautiful. She's just aging really well. Does she embrace it well? Is she? Yeah. Okay? I think mentally, yeah. the idea of embracing aging is also something that has a lot to do with how you. Maybe not how you look, but how you present, because I have a lot of anxiety mm. about aging, and I feel like it it shows. Mm. Where I feel like if I can just relax about it, maybe my face would be more relaxed. <laughs> it's true. There's a podcast in there somewhere. You sit around with a group of women who are whatever age they are, and you know that they are fully comfortable where they are. Yeah. And you take the wisdom that you get from them, and you learn from it. That's the beauty of my job. I feel like is you get to talk to people who are at the top of their game and you know, whatever they've learned to try to apply it in your own life in any other way. And that is the one thing with all of these women I admire. They really are okay with aging. Like, it's like they're finally in a place where they can say what they think and they're, you know, it's just. And I believe it too. I mean, I hear so many women on TV say that. And at first I'm like, you have to say that. But now I really believe that women, once you start accepting, it is what it is. is There's nothing to do. We can't do anything about it. It is what it is. Especially if you get better with time. Think even guys. Who Sean Connery. Like each look, he may be gray or he may be whatever, but it's just darn handsome. Yeah, it's just like getting you think better. think of all of these. Yeah. Let's aim for that. So as opposed to running from it, let's just keep getting better. And it's annoying that women also say a lot of what or society says that men keep getting better with age. But I also think women do too. I mean, oh, yeah. there's so many more women where I'll look at them now at 50, you know, famous women, and then mm-hmm. I'll look at a picture of them at 20 and be like, what? They look so much right? better now. I agree. Because so. they, they're standing in their own shoes. Yep. They yeah. have the experience of life. Yeah. And you might as well <laughs> enjoy it while we have it. They say this isn't a dress rehearsal. It's true. So let's rock it. 
Well, thank you so much, thank Chanel. You. This, this so was good. awesome. I enjoyed talking to you. Me too. This was great. I can't wait for you to send me a link to this bag I'm going to get. You'll be getting them. Yay. What I Wear When is a production of Glamour and iHeartRadio. For more information on today's episode, go to glamour.com slash what I wore when. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.